Yes, so hello and welcome everybody and welcome to episode 7 of the Litty Podcast. I am Kari, aka the unserious co-host today. My life is very unserious. Yeah. Wow, unserious. If you're unserious now, I don't know. (laughs) Well, (laughs) my name is, well, it's not like people don't know my name, but I'm not going to say it for paparazzi. Hi guys, my name is Amin, aka the Lip Gloss Mafia, aka the Crazy Book Lady, aka I'm that bad bitch, you know? Wait, wait, like, wait, 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 wait. I just remembered. Okay. What happened? What happened? Everybody, we have to put some respect. No respect. Respect on Amin's hey. name. Because as we know, hey. he's going to be a guest. At this year's Aki Festival, you know, big things are going things are happening as far, you know, bobo, bobo, ah, bye bye, my tongue. Like, ha- <laughs> have you seen, have you, have you seen that full guest list though? Like, Wolesho and Kaz's name is Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I'm in a list with Wolesho. Oh God, I can't <laughs> remember reading Lion and the Drill. And now, I'm in yes! the list. Oh my God. Can you like? I mean, the guy, like, oh, this is wild. wild. Yeah, average. Oh but I think I'm still in denial. This thing hasn't it hasn't entered my body yet. But yeah, it's going to be I'll, legendary. I'll, I'll it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Hey, God, <laughs> God help your girl. Anywho. <laughs> Um, so what are we talking about today? Um, today we are going to talk about tropes in fiction and um, today we're also going to be discussing Black is King. Um, are we discussing our... it or, or are we doing review? Okay. We are going to do it. Okay, review. review. Yes, yes. Yeah. Review. To say discussion mm-hmm. is a bit misleading. Um, Mm. Yes, yes, yes. We're gonna, we're gonna read. But before we do the review, you know, we guys have to check in. Like, how you doing? How's life? How's everything going? The thing, I think that's that's like the only good news. <laughs> um, first of all, you guys, um, if you're if you're listening to this, I'm sure you understand or know that we're missing a podcast. And a podcast was supposed to be given to you. An episode was supposed to be given to you, but something happened last week. Mm-hmm. The village people, <laughs> village people, messed us up completely. Like we had this badass episode. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, now you never know how bad I was. I can hype it for morning tonight. <laughs> but we had this sexy episode for you guys, and then what happened? audio issues yeah no it's not audio issues it's village people our village people decided to come and fuck us so it took us a while like to get back that oh my god so all that is gone but because we are who we are we decided to bounce back and bring this episode back to you yeah so how have i been doing um right now i have back I have back pain because, as you know, I'm officially a snail farmer. 
<laughs> because of my mother's hobby, I'm officially a snail farmer. So I don't know yeah. if it's if it's at the angle that I bend mm. when I'm feeding the snails, but my back, oh god, yeah, it's terrible. So right now I I can feel the back pain so so much, and we thank God that alcohol is numbing it a little bit. So. But right now, that's that's all I'm feeling. Also, I'm still phoneless. My sugar daddy hasn't stepped up, and I'm quite upset. Mm-hmm. Though he said first week of September I'm going to mm-hmm. get full. Mm-hmm. So you guys should stay tuned. Yeah. And who knows? I'll take a picture with my new phone when mm-hmm. he arrives. If he arrives, if not, well, <laughs> it's time to go back no, out. No if. And no. look for another one. Because no. I, I don't like it when they are wasting my time. I'm a bad bitch, like I said earlier. No, you. On this podcast, <laughs> we manifest things. So when the phone arrives, you. All right. When? When the phone arrives? When the phone arrives? You go. Have you been? For me, I just. I don't know, man. Like this. This drink is the highlights. This podcast and the drink I'm having right now are the highlights of my week because I'm sure everybody has heard, but yet again, there's been another black man murdered by police. And yeah, um, there oh has God. even been a case of like a 17 year old white supremacist driving 40 miles from his home to a completely different town to shoot at Black Lives Matter protesters. I think he killed oh me. And injured like one or two Three people. And, wow. Yeah, he and now, you know, of course the, the narrative is oh, you know, he's just like sweet guy. He was helping to clean graffiti, but like oh, it just it just makes me tired. It's like we haven't even I mean of course there's no recovery from the history of like racism in this country and all mm. over the world but to barely be re- not recovering but to barely experience you know judge floyd and brianna taylor a few months mm-hmm. ago and then this happens again and you're hearing the same shit again after like all the protests and you're like when will it be enough like when will it end it's oh just uh, I try I try not to get too like deep in my feelings and like start feeling hopeless and all of that, but it's hard. It's just hard. Yeah. So Fuck. yeah, that's just it. I don't know. That I mean sucks. emotional that sucks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll try and keep it light yeah. today share a little bit of lightness i guess oh my god this world this world fuck okay um yeah so black what 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 black is king black is king yes um but before we actually go into Black is King because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people are actually waiting for this review. We need to take um a short break already. And then oh, wow. yes, well we'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> we're taking a break.
All right. Uh, yeah. So we move. Yes. Before we continue, I would just like to say that drinking wine in cans is a very dangerous thing because before you know it, you drank one whole bottle of wine. Yes, I I support that. I don't know how you're even doing it. This is kind of how, which is probably a bottle, a whole bottle. So, yeah. Okay. The Lord is your strength, though. Amen. I didn't even tell you what I'm drinking. I'm I'm having yes. I'm having a screwdriver. What is in a screwdriver again? Is it oranges and is oranges and vodka? I see. This is the reason why I say that you are a better mixologist than I am because I don't know shit about what goes into drinks. No, this one is like this one is classic. It's one of those them classic ones. I did not come up with it, unfortunately. It makes sense. It does. <laughs> it goes well together. And I used um passion fruit vodka. Oh, so, yeah. Okay, that's not. Actually, I think passion fruit vodka is like one of the best flavored vodkas. Because you can have it on its own, doesn't stress you. You can put in your tea. Yeah. You can put in juices. All right. To try that. Although, like, I, I'm going to become an alcohol hoarder because of this podcast. Because, like, if I think <laughs> how much shit I have that I have not drunk, it's insane. Like, I just keep buying stuff. Um, oh wow. Me, I, I can't look at it. I'll be unable to hold because as long as I'm seeing it, uh, it's like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> drink me, I mean, me, 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 first me, us together, let's have an orgy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. So, yeah. All right. See, let's give the people what they want because they specifically ask for. Black is King Revo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well. So, how are we going to do it? Do I handle one song and then you handle another one? Or do we take it like one by one? Because there's like, there's plenty inside. You no, know? I can tell you right now, I think I'm not equipped to dissect. <laughs> to dissect? <laughs> to dissect and be on your project. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> It's, it's heavy it's yeah, actually heavy exactly so like heavy i can yeah 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 so i think you, you as the beyonce stan you might need to do the bulk of the heavy lifting and i'll just i mean like, I, I can't i actually cannot go into like the full the full body of work because mm-hmm. you know i don't like to job spoilers so yeah it's more, more of like a how i felt type thing mm-hmm. okay right. okay yeah that works okay so um for those of you who don't know uh black is king is the video version of um the album beyonce did for the lion king film Mm -hmm. um the gift that one the album was called the gift so this video or musical what can we even call it this film yeah is a video adaptation of the songs Mm -hmm. so yeah and I just want to start with Beyonce's skin. I don't know what she's using. <laughs> you might know. I it's think money. You know money. Money is what she's using. <laughs> <laughs> skincare is rich. Oh. Money. 
Funny is asking Oh my goodness. Like, especially in the bigger video. Um, the first one. That was the mm. first one at the beach. Mm-hmm. Where the the skin, there was a contrast between her skin and the dress she was wearing. I was like, mm-hmm. this girl is looking like evaporated milk. Like, how is it possible? <laughs> like, it's just you just want to suck it because there, there's nothing else you can do with that kind of texture but suck or lick. That's 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 literally all you do. Like, what? So yeah, kudos to her her money and her skincare people after mm-hmm. handling her skin because it popped in the video and I like the makeup. Yeah. I want to enter the costume now. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that she has not yet done a, a an exhibition like she did for the Lemonade album is still upsetting me because there are more costumes Mm. Black is king, uh-huh. and a lot of people were complaining about how some of the outfits they are reminiscent of the devil or satanic worship or something stupid like that. Really? I swear to God, like you don't even want to know the amount of wait, 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 wait. Are you on the online? Are you talking about that Instagram post that talks about how like <laughs> God talks to them about Beyonce? No, that's just that's even just one Instagram post. So people were doing think pieces, like essay type stuff. Uh-huh. And I read one, I can't even remember where it is again. I had to purge it out of my mind. But I read one and it was like the one where she, the video, the um was the the Shatawali video was already mm-hmm. the one where she was sitting on the horse and she had like her braids like yeah. like a horny thing uh-huh. and people were like and that's that's that was it the the bah was it baha or something something oh god how do I want to explain but they said it was like you know that um that thing that was in Lady Gaga's bad romance video that got burnt at the end that horn and the ram the ram and the horn I remember. Oh God! When you watch the video, you see it. But they were saying it's it's uh it's 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 the sign of the devil, and she was paying homage to the devil. So therefore, all of us that are like, oh, this song is so cool, and the video is so cool, automatically we've already paid homage to the devil. And I still don't know why I'm poor if I'm paying homage to the devil because this is a shitty deal. I mean, if we're going to be doing that, I think we should know we're getting something. But that's not the point. The point is some people were really upset with the costumes mm. and this is just the demon worshippers and then there were people that were saying she was appropriating African culture that was my favorite those were my favorite takes because um, I don't know those that are the owner of the culture I don't know what they are using it for <laughs> and since Beyonce obviously has African inside her blood I don't know why she cannot pick and use it when it's time to be selling um, like the fact Makoko and everything and all the sad parts of Africa I don't see anybody complaining that they are going to go and do that for like a documentary that Al Jazeera is doing yeah. nobody's always talking about that oh you're selling this part of no don't talk about that now that she has picked the part yes they're like oh she's always like she has a she has an addiction with um, royalty and not everybody's a royal in Africa la da 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 and I'm like okay people should do your own now <laughs> I don't know she's not a UN peace ambassador so it's not like she's going to sit down 
and be um, rearranging the peace and love in Africa and helping us uplift our so-called culture. It's mm. not a work. That's taking the one she wants to do. She's actually, I think Beyonce is entitled to do it if she wants it. Like, and it's not that she did not do it in a sensitive way. She yeah. was not. She didn't do it anyhow. Mm-hmm. And she did not. It wasn't even Americans that worked on the pieces. They were people yeah. from the homeland True. and Africans in diaspora. So it's not like mm-hmm. people did not do their research. Everything was beautiful. Yeah. Oh my god, I loved all. Oh my god, I loved all the costumes. Like I was obsessed. And she took her time to wear so many pieces mm-hmm. so that a lot of people will get their art showcased. Yeah. Did you have a favorite look? The one I liked the most was the one that looked like um the kind she the one where she was like in white. She was in white and she had like a white gele and she looked to me like the personification of like Oshun Abizu Oya in like Santeria. I don't know. Mm. There's something about I it. That I remember. Was she was she was holding a baby in that one. Was that the one she was I don't even remember what what song it was. Um, I think I can remember, but it's not coming. But she wasn't all white. Yeah, yeah, right yeah. Right on her toe, and like that was like one of the more powerful images for me. Okay, 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 okay. I remember that one wasn't even a full song. I think it was one of those interlude. Um. Uh, sounds mm-hmm. that was in the album. It wasn't a full song itself. Like yeah. some men in in white were also carrying her. She was. It was as if they were carrying her on me. No, I I know what you're talking about. You're talking about the one where she's like, on a bed of flowers and they're carrying. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Like, it's not alone. that one. No, it's not mm-hmm. that one. I had to figure out which part of it it was, but it was like towards the end. I think it was like right before my she power goes back to the river and like sees the baskets again. Oh, I think that's I think the part. I can't remember. Yeah. The name will come to me, Sha. The name will come to me. All right. Um, what was my own favorite look? Um, oh, there's so many. Oh, let's see. I think I liked. I know this is going to be very tacky. <laughs> like this is tacky. I don't even know why I'm saying this. But in Mood Forever, there was the cloth she was wearing that she was matching with the car. I don't know whether it was Cheetah or Tiger print, one of them. But she was matching with the car. And it was so classically ratchet. But I was like, God damn it. This is a look. Oh, man. <laughs> I would never be able to pull that off. But that look stayed with me, like, throughout the entire thing. I loved all the looks, but that one, like, from her head to her shoe and the car. And the dress had bling bling on it. So everything was just pumping. Yeah. Yeah, I really like that. And then, well, since since it's not actually a review of the songs, I already like all the songs. Anyway, so, um, let's see. And then the additional poems from mm. the writer. Being, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Y R S A. Is it Yes Sir? She's a poet. Yes Sir. Yes Sir. I would guess Yes Sir. 
but yeah. yeah 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 but i i liked those additional things and then the the a cappella version of spirit that they did with the choir mm. oh, yeah i really think everybody should watch the video if not for anything just for how aesthetically pleasing it is to the eye need to enjoy it oh yeah most definitely most okay. definitely like it's beyonce is a top-notch performer like, you can tell that she puts in yeah, the yeah. effort yeah yeah she puts in the more work. than the effort yeah. like she's putting in stuff yeah it's just like she you can never really say that she was sloppy about her research because you know that she checked in like made sure okay if mm-hmm. the dance i'm going to be doing let me go to the country that originally mm. like hire dancers to, like teach me how to do it um and one thing i admire about her is her her pr team is for pr oh my oh, goodness have mercy like the fact that people like yamiela day um were in it and we know here bim one thing even even tea even whiskey oh my god we didn't hear shit nothing what maybe i think it's because they know that you know there's some collaborations you do you have to market it yourself because the person can go and fuck up and be like oh i'm going to hide this but they are so confident that they know this project is going to see the light of day so what's the point like if they say we should wait then we wait yeah 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 um but yeah it was it was very enjoyable i have to i hadn't listened to the album at all because i wasn't at all interested in like rewatching <laughs> lion king so mm. but now like after watching black is king i really want to go back and like listen to everything okay um, since you're just listening yeah. to the album which one was your favorite song power my power i love my power too my god yeah. that song is such a vibe what i get goosebumps anytime that song starts playing like i use it to hype myself up mm. in the morning like yeah wake up wake up it's time to do your exercise <laughs> you never take my power like it's, it's ginger it's ginger for my blood actually so yeah oh god so um what else again was oh yes exciting about the i remember listening to and i'm very sorry to all my yoruba people if i if i butcher the pronunciation um what's that song jara 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 it's just jara jara it's just jara okay jara the more you know Uh, (laughs) (laughs) the jara song reminded me of um an interview i don't know if it was like with vice mag where oh, oh, me misleading you sorry please pause, pause. i'm actually misleading you i, I thought mis- it was jara i'm the one misleading you <laughs> so mabino sorry 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 it is jara e that is it jara yeah jara by burner boy yes but when that part came on i remember the interview that he had where like the reporter asked him what he thought about black is king and he was basically like mm-hmm. he's going to reserve his comments and that's the kind of thing that you say when like you don't necessarily like the thing 
Like exactly. <laughs> but for Burner Boy, it's not it's not a surprise because Burner Boy has an ego the size of the continent. That's just bigger than the continent. At oh this my point. god! Like so big, and I don't. I I. I'm not a fan of him, and for me, his personality has kind of tainted mm. um, me enjoying his music. Even I know a lot of people who love him, and they're like, anytime he releases a new song, they're like, oh, he always finds a way to like make us forgive him, and I'm like, I can't. I just can't. He's he's just a non-just human being, mm-hmm. and I cannot even deal. So like, keep your music to yourself. I'm happy for you guys. Be cool. So in the album, when I saw that he wasn't in the video, I was like, Hey, God, Beyonce, God will honor you. Have sense. <laughs> you have sense. Thank God he was not in that. I was so happy. See, um, I was overjoyed that I did not see his face in that video because truly. He doesn't fit our brand. Yeah, man. Yes, he does his, not. His ego is a source of entertainment to me because I just don't like I don't I don't get it. <laughs> like, because it's like why? On top of what? Really? Like on, on top of oh what? Oh my god. Like the man is just who he's special. I, I, I'm happy for his fans are like, oh he can sing, he can do this. But ha- have you seen any of the stage performances? I like, saw I, the one yes. I saw the one where he called out the guy like stopped the music and like called out the guy who wasn't like dancing I mean come I on him man that be but- come on <laughs> this is like do, do, do you know the book the book equivalent of this me reading a what? book and then I DNF is and then the writer hits me up on Goodreads <laughs> and like yo pick that book back up and read it <laughs> if you don't read it get out of the world because how dare you not like my book I mean that's not my problem okay if you don't even know what the guy was going through somebody could have just broken his heart he mm. could have been scammed yeah. or maybe at that particular point he zoned out mm. he could have been on drugs we don't even know but no because you're not dancing at a vulnerable the fact that he even zeroed in on that person <laughs> insecurities man like i don't know i hope i hope he has a therapist on hand because the guy needs he needs professional work yeah they said that the guy that he singled out was his cousin so like he already knew him so it's like kind of a joke but that's like i mean we don't know that exactly we don't know that exactly um, but yeah, there are many other instances of Brenna's ego. I'm not a fan. About. I'm not a fan. I like his music, all. but I'm just I'm just a music. I don't even, I don't even want to like the music. Like I won't <laughs> listen. I don't. I don't like to enter my ESM. <laughs> like I'm not giving you the opportunity to come. Here. I'm not a fan. Like no, I wish man. Uh, you, like, what do you talk about? Do you talk about the fact that he like he blocks people willy nilly. He blocked FK of the I said what I said podcast. <laughs> like, why? Like, why would you do that? Like, go out of your way to block someone. <laughs> With the one where the um vice mag was interviewing him and they were talking to his dad about like his dad's days managing fella, mm. and it seemed like. He was upset that the spotlight wasn't on him. Yeah. <laughs> so 
he was like telling the reporter okay let's go let's go somewhere else like this is like this is dead the scene here is dead like let's go somewhere else where and who does that things are happening like interrupting his granddad um the thing where they asked him they were asking him about like owning property in nigeria Mm. they heard that he had bought land in like lucky or something and he was like do you want me to give you the address like why are you asking me all this he's question? such a dead guy like he's such a dead guy <laughs> oh no i think he's my the most disturbing thing to me is the i don't remember what article or what promo it was for but the image that stays with me is the one where he is holding the cucumber in his pants the cucumber huh. and erection in his pants He's staring right at the camera and he's holding it. Uh. And I was just like, okay, this is very strange because it's two things. Was, what, 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 was it like an underwear ad or no, no, like he was what in was... jeans? He was like in jeans and like a top. Oh but he's like, his dick is very much erect and he's holding it through his pants and staring directly at the lens. So I'm like, it's either he got hard while the photographer was taking pictures of him for wow. this article or whatever it was or the photographer was like i need you to grab your dick <laughs> <laughs> and look at me <laughs> i'm stressed about the logistics what either of, either of them is weird as hell it's oh just like, my no matter goodness. how you think about it it's just oh my weird. i can't even oh why did you put this image in my head why why oh jesus christ Mm-mm. time out on this topic time out <laughs> time out we are going to the topic of the no more boner boy people go and watch black is king okay check it out on dstv they are still going to be showing it this month if you are using dstv or you can watch it on Disney or for those of you that live on the dark side, go and watch it where your mates are watching it. Yes. That's all I'm going to say about that. Speaking of DSTV, the tweets I, I keep seeing about uh, Big Brother are very mm. me, so I feel like I need to watch it. So if anybody uh, has DSTV mm. account info to share with me so that I can watch Big Brother, I, I don't know if they do I don't know if they do it like that though. Mm. But wait, I, I could I could give you my account details. I don't know if it's like Netflix, but I can give you the account details and you can log in to watch. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But me I'm I'm not watching it. I'm not watching it. I yeah. honestly do not have energy to keep up. <laughs> so everything I know about Big Brother is from Twitter. Because unfortunately, I was unable to mute all the housemates' names mm. and everything Big Brother related because I've surpassed the Twitter mute um, limit, which is 200 words, by the way. I have already muted 200 wow. words. What are you muting, please? People annoy me, so I need to keep my sanity. So once something annoys me, I just mute it. <laughs> and now I pass the limit. Maybe I have to go like remove some of the things I've muted before so that I can go back and be cool again. God damn it. Alright, so before I lose my senses because I'm starting to feel some tingles in my feet. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I'm past that point. I'm past the point of no return. 
Yeah, I'm starting to feel the tingles. Ooh. All right. So today we are talking about common fiction tropes. Tropes. Oh my god. Okay. Um. So first of all, what are tropes? I think. We'll start from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a trope is. Hey God, where are my notes? A trope, in literary terms, is a plot device or character attribute that is so that is used so commonly in the genre that it is seen as commonplace or conventional. Mm-hmm. So it's. It's a it's a tool. Hold on, is is it a tool? It's it's um it's you see it so much that it's easy to spot it. Yes, when you it's, do, it's identifiable. The I I think okay if you're thinking in terms of movies, the one, the couple that would be, um, the couple that are most common to me. A is the magical Negro trope. If you think oh my about God. the Legend yeah. of Bagger Vance, um, mm. Green Mile, um, you know, just like black men who show up to like improve and enrich the lives of mm. the, the white main characters. Um, they have sort of like supernatural-ish powers sometimes. Mm. Um, and then the second book, one the be, book, the book version of that to be the water dancer. I don't think I have read that, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. The, the book version of the Green Mile. Hmm. Or, which one? No, the magical Negro. Uh, okay. Yes, I haven't had yeah. that yet. Um, and that's by Maza Mengiste. No, 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 no. That's by an American. African American man, he's the one who wrote something between two worlds. Tanahasi, Tanahasi Coates. Okay, okay. Him. Yeah. No, I him. have not read that but um yet. Um another trope in movies um that's easily identifiable would be the manic pixie dream girl. So <laughs> like um what's that movie? Girl next girl next door or something the one where um the guy's in high school and this girl moves like next door to him but she's like a porn star and they come up with this like idea to shoot a sex ed video at prom without oh. like, just finding out so like they can make money off of it and mm-hmm. yeah um or um 400 days of summer those are the two that stand out to me movie wise. Um it's mostly um I think I think the one that I notice a lot in movies is the redeemable villain. Mm. I don't know why they like turning villains into like the next best thing. The way yeah. they did um Zach Efron Ten Bondi, and I was like, why are you making him seem like a cool uh-huh. person? Hello. 
or the Joker, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you're supposed to understand the yeah. reason why he has become a madman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which one again? Those are the two that are coming to, to my head right now. Um, yeah. But it's, it's a trip I've noticed a lot. Klaus Michelson from The Vampire Diaries and the original. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's, oh my God, Klaus. Oh my God, I love Klaus. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, he might like. The rest I don't like. He <laughs> worked on you. <laughs> He's not worked on me. I take it. I take that one. <laughs> okay. Um. So we're discussing common ones that we see in fiction novels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm. do you want? Do, do you want to start? Yeah. So first would be the. The plucky PI, like, what's that? What does PI stand for again? I'm sorry, my brain, my brain is private investigator. Yes, that's true. Private hey. investigator. <laughs> God has caught you. Oh my God. God has caught you. Okay, the plucky <laughs> private investigator lady or bounty hunter who you know of course like this isn't a job that she would have normally picked but she somehow like natural assets and she she's broke she has no money um but somehow at the end of the day by the end of the book she always makes enough money off of her like clients or cases to be able to pay off like months of back rent or be able to afford groceries um and like it goes on like book after book after book like she somehow like never man- manages to land a client um that pays enough that she doesn't have to worry about that stuff for a while it's always like mm. book to book so like she's owing three months rent in the first book and then she lands a bounty that will pay her like 50k but by the next book she has only managed to pay off the back rent and like her current month's rent but then she had to find something else came up that she had to pay for so she's Mm -hmm. back again like trying to figure out how to pay for stuff um examples of that would be the stephanie plum novels um okay where she's a private investor she's no no she's a bounty hunter um after losing her job as a lingerie buyer at like a major department store um i think that was about like though lingerie buyer you should you know there's a movie they made the first book into a movie i don't think it ever got like further Uh, oh okay it stars katherine heigl and david sunjata katherine heigl hell no man (laughs) i don't feel that girl's vibe (laughs) She's just so. Uh, I don't know the word. She's just. Uh, that's it. That's that's the only way I can describe how she makes me feel. It's just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they made the they made a movie adaptation of the first one. I guess like it, it never took off. Um, a second book series would be the Charlie Davidson series, which is about a another PI who happens to be a god from another dimension and she's married to the Grim Reaper. Fantastic. Yeah. So I like that movie. premise already. Yeah. It's I can't remember how many books are in the series, but it's a good read. 
Like she's, it's interesting. Okay. I I don't think I have any, um, I don't think I have anyone that's, that's coming to mind now. If I do, I'm going to post it on our Instagram page later, later. When this, when, yeah, by the time you're listening to this, I'll post something on IG for, um, yeah, fiction tropes. Oh, let's see. So, in historical romance, mm. I think this one, a lot of people will be able to, um, identify those tropes mm-hmm. but um the most popular ones would be um a woman marrying for convenience because mm-hmm. maybe she has to save the kingdom or her father is just dead as broke or to help someone help someone's life she's sha Incon- marriage for inconvenience mm-hmm. that one happens a lot yeah and uh then they always have the problem of you know the people falling in love sometimes yeah. for the right reasons mm-hmm. that one you see it a lot um so cool romance. let me see uh the outlander comes to mind I can't remember the writer's name for the Outlander. It's even now a series on Netflix. Like I think there's like I don't know it's like ten books in that series. So if you are looking for something to like <laughs> to drown in for a long time, you can start <laughs> you can start on the Outlander. <laughs> and this one is even like there's time jumping in it, so it's not just uh-huh. historical romance. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, uh, another, do you have uh, American literary fiction? Yeah. Uh, and the thing that most that stands out to me the most, trope wise, is that they're set in small towns a lot. Like, it's always mm-hmm. like, you know, like nobody, not nobody, but most people, it seems like life like to live in like bustling cities, like in the center of action and mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. Um, but these books always take place in small towns and they're written in a way that make small town life seem very appealing. Yeah. At least for me, um, maybe because I'm an introvert, but it's always like, Places where you don't think it would be fun to live because mm-hmm. there isn't much happening, but it makes it seem so like vibrant that you think, hmm, maybe you know, it's worth a shot. And those towns always have funny names, like like Dickweed or something. <laughs> <laughs> they always have the funniest names. I don't even know how people are. How do they name those towns? They. The, the names are always funny, like oh, man. Um, yeah, or, or or Moody. The, the town can be called Moody. <laughs> Why is the town called Moody? Of course, the vibe in that place is just going to be dull. Everything is going to be blue, and people are going to be killing themselves. Oh my god! Night or something. They're just not going to be like using guns. So yeah, I I do <laughs> I do like those ones. Okay, so I have one before this last one. Uh, general 
romance tropes because i've started reading a lot of romance novels this year i wanted to make my 2020 reading light because last year i did a lot of heavy stuff so i wanted something light because i knew this year my life was going to take a turn so i needed light things to just distract me mm-hmm. and in romance is it romance or romance? Am I speaking Nigerian English now? Romance. Romance, I know, is Nigerian English. How do the Oimbo people Any, say? Anywhere you want. Whichever way you prefer. <laughs> oh my God. Anywho. <laughs> so, romance novels. Mm-hmm. The trope that I noticed are the fake dating scenarios mm-hmm. where someone is dating a friend just because of a situation or something that popped up or they need to help each other out um a book that comes to mind is the kids quotient okay yeah, oh, yeah. My God, yeah, I, yeah. Love, I love that novel yeah. and um talia hebert uh gets um take take a hint danny brown yeah um, yes let me see there's another one pop up no, no, nothing, nothing is popping up at the moment. Okay, so another trope I've noticed in romance is um, the damsel in distress, mm. where there is like a rich boss or a rich neighbor or sha. The male always has he always has more power than the mm-hmm. woman. Yeah, and they are pass who cross mm-hmm. and then she's going to offer her help and he'll be like too pig-headed to accept it eventually he might accept it and then he'll start having feelings and be looking for how to convince her to have the feelings also <laughs> and then eventually there's happily ever after yeah yeah the books are not coming to mind yet um, but i've noticed it a lot yunko the the a book I would say for me when you were saying describing it came to mind was the um how can I remember <laughs> the with you series by Sylvia Day oh true true yeah yeah, true. yeah. there's a lot of that going on there yeah I don't I don't read a lot of romance because it's it seems the formula seems the same like it's always it's the same formula yeah so i I don't and this this tropes here i I don't actually necessarily think it's it's bad writing it's just it's so overdone that you just know what is going to happen you Mm -hmm. already know one plus Mm -hmm. one is Mm -hmm. going to give you two there's no there's no magic about it sometimes i just wish they'll just shock me that maybe like from fake dating the girl is going to like kill the man in his sleep. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? Like, <laughs> I just switched up and I'm like, eventually when you just get to that part, you just drop the book like, what? What? What the fuck? I need more of that. Honestly. I think the closest thing would to that would be the the Killing Eve novels by Luke Jennings. I haven't read, do you know I haven't read the book? I have not read them either, but the impression I have of them is that I mean no not if you think don't about say impression no because Phoebe did magical work on that no, script no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like if you think about Villanelle and 
the people that she encounters yeah while she's like out and about like doing what she does um romantically like the people the scenes that open and like her like with two guys and a girl like leaving her bedroom Mm -hmm. when her Mm -hmm. handler comes around yeah um yeah like that stuff like outside of her actual killings i actually need to read 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 those books yeah because I'm, I'm trying to develop um, a piece about fem- badass females, mm. female characters, anyway. Yeah, so I need to bulk up. In that case, see. you should read the Throne of Glass series. Hmm, fantasy. Okay. That one, I'll, I think I'll have to find the uh, hard copy. Mm. The pages are too much for me to do. Mm. In um <laughs> in soft in the soft form. I, I actually think I need to hold the book. Because huh. I've seen those books. They are not light. <laughs> they are weight. <laughs> so I'm going to add I'm going to add that to my list. Badass okay. females. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, because she she's an assassin. Mm. Um, like renowned in her world and like so much so that she gets hired by the king mm. to be his personal assassin. Oh my god. Karachi. Wait, that's Throne of Glass. Yes. Hey, but she she has she wait, has her first. own backstory. Like her own Karachi, like thing. Wait, wait first. I just I just smelled plagiarism right now. Hey. Somebody sent me a book to review. Uh-huh. And the person is in Nigerian, yeah? Uh-huh. So I was expecting to read a novel, a fantasy world that has like I mean it's a fantasy world, so you're allowed uh-huh. to go anywhere you want to, yeah. But, yeah. but seeing as the person is in Nigerian living in Nigeria, I just kind of expected that these people were going to have some Nigerian vibes, mm-hmm. okay? But the names, the characters, the descriptions, it was looking like it was some Game of Thrones uh-huh. and some dystopian fusion type stuff. Yeah. But now that you are just telling me this about a badass killer that a king hires to be his own personal, oh my God, that's what's yeah, happening yeah. in this book. Yeah, you that might want to be turn of Father. Yes. Oh, yes. Please, please read Throne of Glass and just to okay. be on the side. Maybe also read the Red <laughs> Queen series. Okay. Yeah. I've heard about that. Mm. I've heard about that. Yeah, that. I haven't done a lot of fantasy in this my life. Oh, I should actually add add to my fantasy um collection i haven't done a lot of fantasy and i like them when i when i see them i like them i was going to start the um the poppy war but something is just stopping me have you read that one why does this it sounds familiar but i don't remember if i read it asian writer good reads um war covers are so nice i was thinking maybe i should just get the books themselves no i, I haven't i haven't done this i think it's i got i got it on kindle it's on my to read list but i haven't read it oh okay mm-hmm. hmm. it looks good and and the fans are like really obsessed 
mm-hmm. with them. So I feel like it might be something, and it's also a badass female character. So okay, we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. So you have the last trope on fantasy. Um, I feel like we did not give examples for literary fiction, American literary fiction. Um, oh, American literary fiction. I think the only ones that come to mind are Stephen King books. Mm, so it's, yeah, it, it's kind of hard to think of. Mm, so maybe it should just be like American fiction because most of the tropes take place in popular fiction because I feel like mm-hmm. Stephen King would be more popular fiction and then yeah it's more popular the, fiction the examples I had in mind would be um popular fiction as well like um Celeste Ng's Little Fires Everywhere which is now a series or yeah um Little Big Lies mm. which isn't necessarily set in America but um, is an American produced show. Yeah, but it's still that like same small town feel. Um, sharp objects, which to me. Oh, do you not haven't read Sharp Objects? Oh my God. You, okay, did you, this, it, it's been adapted, but it's a show and they've show. adapted Sharp Objects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Did you read Gone Girl? I read Gone Girl. Okay. Yeah. You're going to read Sharp Objects and you're going to wonder why Gone Girl wasn't the book that was adapted first. No way. Huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay then. Sure. I shall save that. Um, ooh. um so next trope would be fantasy. Um a, a future where there is some source of rebellion because our current society has been buried. Um, maybe As like, if, yeah, if like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's some source of rebellion because maybe like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. There is, um, two classes of people were equal in our current society but the future society has erased the former subordinate society Mm. so that they seem like the dominant race or category or like group um that sort of thing but or um ooh like divergent Yes. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. Or um, if you think about the Red Queen series where the silver bloods with supernatural powers are the dominant ones, where the mm-hmm. red blooded humans are the. What's the word again? Sub. 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 The, the, the sub people? <laughs> Whatever it is, the the subs um, Uh of society, um, wherein in today's world, if mutants came out, Mm -hmm. us normal in 
Apostrophe. No, not hyphen. Apostrophe. Apostrophe. Quotes. Quotes would be. would be the ones to like corral them like round them up and put them into labs um but in future society they are dominant because they know the past and they have viewed us to think that we are the ones who are at fault because we're not the same as them um and uh fantasy novels where they seem to regress to a point Beyond, uh, before postmodern times, technology-wise, mm. where they retain some of the features, but not all. So, like, they live in a monarchy versus a democracy, and yeah, they regularly the citizens like watch video broadcasts of <laughs> their king and queen, but like nobody has cell phones. Nobody has, you know, all the tech that we're used to. Nobody has like smart watches, mm, yeah. or, like iPads, like all of that, or, like smart fridges. It's just like a, a <laughs> few, <laughs> a few portions of um, this like technologically advanced society. Yeah. Um, and examples would be the Red Queen series, as I previously mentioned, and the Legend series by Marie Lou, which I love. Ooh, what about um, what's this Jennifer Lawrence one? Um, uh, Hunger Games. Does that one fit? I, I, since they were also watching, they were watching themselves in that. Yes, yes, yes. Because I. That one's a little hard because, like, you wonder if the districts are technologically backward because that's the general thing, or that's because the capital is punishing them by denying them those things. Mm. Because the capital has them. Um, I just read um, about of Songbirds and Snakes, which is the latest okay. book by Zan Collins, and it it's set before the Hunger Games. It's the first ever Hunger Games, actually. Um, oh. And the characters have things like um, communicator watches um, that they can use to send like, food to the tributes, and they talk about how like that technology is available, but it's not as popular because of the war that happened between them and the districts. So they've lost lots of stuff and they're still in the process of rebuilding. Mm. So I, for that reason, wouldn't necessarily categorize the Hunger Games as being in that trope because it's more of a situation of them just not having the resources to devote to it. Hmm. rather than them not having it at all or deciding that they don't want that but it's like um if you think about um the only civil war that nigeria ever had the biafran war yeah um afterwards it must it's it's not even it must it was so hard to like rebuild your life with the government Mm -hmm. you had to like flee your home and like the government after the war gave you 20 pounds and said go rebuild your life from everything you don't have access to the same things that you 
would have not because you don't want to because it's outlawed mm. but just because that's what you currently have access to okay yeah so okay. i don't know that i would categorize the hunger games as hunger games yeah that doesn't fit anyone oh well we will have a comprehensive list of of title <laughs> in the show notes so you can look out for that that if you have if you have reached this level of the episode yeah we have one more trip oh okay the futuristic utopia trip oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay yeah um this is the one where for some reason i don't know who decides this but like the way forward for the human race always boils down to um emotion being outlawed and like you're not allowed to feel Mm. just allowed to go through a particular set of emotions like you wake up you go to your job you come home eat with your family um but you're not allowed to feel certain things like joy or love and then um like arts and music and books Mm. are outlawed like you're not allowed to like read them you're not allowed to have possession of them um and from series to series it varies like from in the giver it's more of it completely being outlawed but in every generation one person is picked to be the bearer of memories (laughs) of everything yeah so like one person has to like retain the memories of like what life used to be before like they devolved into like this utopia um I recently watched the show on Peacock. It's called Brave New World. Mm-hmm. And it's based on a book. Have you ever watched the series um, Harlots? Harlots? No, I don't think I have. You need to watch it. It's, okay. It's, oh. so Harlots is a show about whores in Victorian England. Hmm. the houses that they had where you know like the men went to procure sexual services um but i'm relating it to that because one of the main actresses was in brave Hmm. new world but brave new world is like equilibrium the movie with what's his name is he will smith no no no. it's a white guy the guy who's like really good at like starving himself down if he needs to uh bill christian bill yes yeah yes okay um equilibrium the world where like it's illegal to be emotional like you go through your daily activities um but brave new world is like that like you're not allowed to be monogamous so like Mm. no fathers no mothers um people are born from embryos that are Mm. um made in the lab okay um what i was else? about to say that i cooked 
embryos that are cooked, oh God forgive me. <laughs> um, yeah, like that stuff, like there's no art, no music. Um, mm. If you are, oh, and you have to be, there's no privacy also. Oh, so, so everybody knows it. there's Big Brother watching. Yeah, there's an implant in your eye through which everybody is connected and they can see you like whatever you're doing and if you go offline that's a cause for concern it's like why are you being private uh, oh, wow. um yeah so can you live in a world like that though no i might die no i might actually die i can't yeah i can't I wouldn't be able to because as, nope. as, as much as you want to be a baby girl and like enjoy your life and like be with like mm. whoever you want to be with, at some point you might decide that there's one person that you like above everybody else and you want to yeah. be with that person and you can't mm-hmm. be with that person. I think we should jump to my favorite part of the <laughs> podcast, which is the random question bit mm. yeah i think we should just jump to that part okay 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 all right wait i had a question here now so i'm about to, well this one i don't think this one is a serious question you're always afraid of my questions i don't know why <laughs> but this one is not a serious question this one is you know like fantasy type stuff okay now would you rather live where would you rather live in the country or in the city Mm. i think this one is easy i'd rather live in the country Hmm. yeah i think because i i don't like people (laughs) (laughs) i don't wow Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I like I like my solitude a little too much. Um, so I like the option to have that a little more than the option to be social because when you want to be social, you can just drive to the city and like be, you know, go for a happy hour or like whatever. So yeah, yeah, country mm-hmm. country living for me, definitely. How about you? Um I don't know, I'm a little bit torn because I do like the proximity of um, the hustle and the bustle. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to be like a two hour or one hour drive. I want to be able to just like see activity when I open my window. I think in my head, I like the idea of being in the country, but in reality, I'm a city girl. Mm. Yeah, because times where I have I have lived in places that were not um, bubbly. Mm-hmm. I, I I think um, it was nice for like the first two days. I was like doing all the meditations, enjoying the quiet. Mm-hmm. I was lighting candles. After two days, I was like, man, <laughs> this place is quiet. I can hear the silence. Like it's loud. <laughs> <laughs> the silence was loud. I was like, no, I, I can't do this. Uh, I, I, I need, I, I don't want to talk to people. Like, I'm not a 
fan of them but i i just want them around like let them just be there okay like i think yeah. i think i have in yeah. mind the perfect place for you to live that's like a cross Where? between the two like you need to live in one of the spaces that's like it's not a metropolitan city Mm. but it's a it's a major or it's outside a major-ish city like okay if you think about like how like new york is like a major metro city or Mm -hmm. washington dc or even like baltimore is a major city um but if you moved or atlanta or houston or dallas but like if you moved somewhere in the midwest like Ohio. <laughs> I don't want to live in Dick Widow. How did you even put down a driver's license? <laughs> Please don't let me fall out of this chair. Um yeah but if you move like somewhere in the midwest and move to see like um cleveland ohio but like you didn't live in cleveland proper you live in like the suburbs the suburbs um i'm imagining a very specific place so the people who live in this place if they're listening are probably like why describing the streets that we live on but <laughs> um, the place I have in mind is like a place like in the suburbs where they're kind of trying to identify themselves a little bit, like add a little more, you know, of like the shopping center so like people don't have to venture out to mm. just see. So like you live on a street in the suburbs where you're surrounded by um, retail stores. Okay. And you have like a movie theater down the street. You have like a a grocery store like across the street from you. It's not like mm. busy, busy like a city, mm-hmm. but it gets so it's like it's like a town. A little bit, but it's like you live in the heart of it. So like you see a lot of traffic mm. during the day without it being intrusive for you. Like, they're not, like, walking through your building or, like, anything. But, like, you can, like, look out the window if you like and see people, like, outside, oh, okay. like doing their thing. Yeah, that would be nice. I would like yeah. that one, it's actually. Like, you know, it's in the middle. It's not city. It's not suburbs. But it's, like, you get a little bit of both. You get your privacy, but you get mm-hmm. the, the... Human traffic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, cool. All right, folks, if you have made it this far, um, congratulations. Yes, you obviously have great taste, and uh, like my grandma will say, you will be a great person (laughs) in your life because you are making the right choices for yourself. So, well done, okay. well done now the next thing you can do though since you've made it this far is to share this podcast yes with your friends 
Please do. Enlighten them. Mm-hmm. Bring them to the to the dark side. Are we the dark side? <laughs> eh? Why the dark side? Bring them to the dark side where there's disco lights. Where it's the dark, dark but there's disco dark. lights. We have disco lights, we have cookies, we have mm-hmm. alcohol. So. Yeah, and we have gummy bears. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. The good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and uh, you can engage with us if you have something you want to talk about or something you want us to talk about. You can tweet at us at the Litty Pod. That's T H E L I T T Y P O D. Or on Instagram, you can follow us on Instagram at the Litty underscore podcast. And yeah. That, that's it that's what you can do to engage with us yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness I'm, I'm, I'm very sorry but the part of the program where my head is tiny on your own so. oh my goodness alright so uh this is goodbye from us you guys we will catch you in two weeks time yes in two weeks (laughs) (laughs) all right ciao 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 i don't even i don't i don't even know why i said why am i saying ciao what the hell am i saying ciao okay bye